guys. Welcome back to Heinously Uninformed, a podcast where we recap things that I don't know anything about, but Albert is a pretty seasoned expert on. Correct. And we're taking a break from our normally scheduled programming of Game of Thrones, the final season, season eight, to watch a little movie called Avengers Endgame. Yes. I keep wanting to call it like end cap or <laughs> something uh, that it's not called. End cap. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. And I just for the why. listeners, you have to be careful because uh, we're going to delve into every single plot detail of this movie. Yeah. Um, however, I don't think Caroline knows much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this is going to be a lot of fun. I literally know nothing. I've never seen an Avengers film. Um, and I think I've seen... Wait. Avengers Endgame is your first Avengers film. Yeah, like I haven't seen anything that's like Avengers, whatever. That's insane. Um, Considering that Avengers Endgame is the culmination of 22 films, Mm -hmm. basically three phases of Mm -hmm. Marvel cinematic experiences, whether they're original films of Iron Man or sequels or even Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen most of these movies. No, I've seen, I mean, to like really go into i i've seen the iron the first iron man film i think i may have seen the second one but i really don't remember um i've seen the first guardians of the galaxy spider-man homecoming and then i saw thor when it was in theaters the first one so five out of 22 how does that translate to a letter grade that's a fail right oh yeah this is like a q minus like on the wow. scale. Like so you're I'm, putting the uninformed and heinously uninformed. Oh, I'm putting the heinous oh, yeah. into uninformed. <laughs> That's because true. Because I really, I really don't. There was a lot of stuff where like people would show up and I'd be like, they're in this movie? And then they're like a main character. And I had, I was like, oh, wow. right. I think so they. Could ooh. you recap the films you watch again? Let, let me try. Iron Man, maybe Iron Man 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Homecoming, and the uh, Thor. Yeah. Huh. That's it. Huh. And I normally saw these films with other people that are like, I really want to see it. And I w- was like, okay, I'll, I'll come see it with you. I was working at Sony at the time that Homecoming was released. Name drop. Name drop. I used to work at a studio. Um, That's not Marvel. No, but we... But he's a Marvel Spider-Man, character. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I know there's more Spider-Man movies, so I don't understand <laughs> the concept of Endgame... As well, I, I think from my understanding is, I think, well, like how they use Spider-Man in the Marvel movies. Well, just how they use, like how it's supposed to be the culmination of everything. And then I'm kind of like, cool. So we're like done with Marvel movies, right? Absolutely. We're not done with Marvel movies. No, no, there's there's going to be more. Let right. me see if I can recite every single Marvel movie that culminate in Avengers Endgame. Okay. So the first one is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Second one's Iron Man 2. I think after that is Captain America. The, no, it's Thor. Then it's Captain America, the first Avenger. Then you have the first Avengers. Oh, no. Somewhere before that, there was Incredible Hulk. And then there's the Avengers. After the Avengers, there's Iron Man 3, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Thor, the Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain Marvel, and I, I think there's a few more that I'm forgetting. 
Yeah, it doesn't sound like 22 films. It was a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, that's incredible that you're remembering them in an order. And I've watched every single one of them. I actually rewatched most of those leading up to Endgame. Was there like a... Is is there black? Is it Black Widow? I don't black know. Widow? Was there a Black Widow movie? Not a solo movie. No. Okay. No, I but uh, I don't want I don't want to okay. spoil anything. But there is works of a Black Widow solo movie or TV show with that you know that new oh. Disney Plus coming out next okay. year. Okay, sure. I think she's gonna have a prequel story. Is it gonna be Scarlet? I think so. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So. What did you think of Avengers Endgame, considering that you've only seen four or maybe five? Uh Uh-huh. You know, I actually, like, I, so I don't watch a lot of superhero movies ever. I just find them to be very formulaic. um, And I, I don't know. Like, I don't find them super interesting because of how formulaic they are. Um, But I actually enjoyed this movie a good bit. Nice. Um, I thought that it was paced really well. I really liked the cinematography. I thought the acting was pretty well done and the writing was really good. And I think it really hit its its moments of like when it was serious versus when to throw in the jokes and and have some some relief and humor and stuff. So I I actually like as a whole, it was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Considering that you hadn't watched all the movies prior, were you at all lost in the narrative or the plot of the movie? Completely. <laughs> and you still enjoyed it? Yeah. I wow. think um yeah, there was there was definitely some moments where like a character would say something and then everybody in the theater would crack up and I'm like, uh, that wasn't funny. Wow. But I guess if you're in the know, mm-hmm. it's funny. If, if you've watched the movies leading up to this, then yeah. There are so I think uh, it's safe to say that we're going to spoil the movie, right? We've already said that. Oh, we're like deep dive. We haven't spoiled anything just yet. Well, we talked about Black Widow. Yeah. Spoiler alert. She's in the trailer and the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yes. Okay. So spoilers ahead. We're going to yeah. go into detail about If you everything. give a shit, don't listen anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, if you want to preserve uh how much you love it and not get angry i'm about to ruin everything that oh you yeah Car- i watched this movie with caroline uh we couldn't be more polar opposites going into this movie i was really hyped both for personal reasons and also just like i guess like this is a, a movie series i've been following for a while so there was a lot of baggage going into it and i was really excited and Caroline could care less. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I was excited to see it just so that I could honestly talk a lot of shit and make jokes and just be really uninformed. But it doesn't, it doesn't sound like you're going to talk shit. I think you no, like the movie. I liked it enough to like, but I guess people will get mad because I'm going to, some of the things that I've written down are. Oh, no. Gonna, yeah. Well, okay. Maybe we just get into it. Cool. Let's get into it. Okay. All well, right. So the movie starts off right off the, oh, Before yeah. we start. Yeah. When we went to see the movie, because I think this is oh, really yeah. funny just to get it going. Okay. When we went to see the film, mm-hmm. they were doing trivia questions at the beginning. They That's had right. three comic books and they asked three questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley's favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Yeah. Which, when that, that was the first question. Uh-huh. And I knew it. I knew the answer. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like most first questions in a trivia, like open, like a public trivia space, there's like, I think at least half the room knows the answer. Right. But they're not confident enough to like raise their they hand. They don't want to throw their it. hand up. Yeah. I was one of the, the weak willed. Uh, okay. But I knew Spider-Man was his favorite. I had no idea. Spider-Man's my favorite, FYI. Um, the second question is the name of Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. 
I which don't. I also knew, and I was going to raise my hand, but I saw a little boy raise his hand, and I wasn't going to take that thunder away from him. Is it thunder? No. Okay. <laughs> Thor's the god of thunder. Oh. The hammer is called Mjolnir. Mjolnir. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> There's a J after the M. Oh, oh, okay. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. No, now I'm saying it worse. <laughs> it sounds like an RB artist. Yeah, I don't know. Mjolnir. I still don't know what it's called. Mjolnir. Um, Mjolnir. But that brings us to the final question. And yeah. I was going to shoot my hand up. <laughs> Mainly to be very <laughs> uninformed. I remember this, yeah. Yeah, so they asked the three actors that have played the Hulk, and I was like, David Harbour. <laughs> but he plays Hellboy. You also said Jeremy Renner. <laughs> well, that was because I thought of David Harbour's face, but for some reason I was like, Jeremy Renner, because he's in, I knew he's he was in, in the movies. But I couldn't remember. Yeah, so I, I just really botched the whole. I'm wow. glad. I, I kind of wish Wait. I'd thrown my hand up because and said David Harbour because I wanted the Did room you to genuinely hate me. think that it was David Harbour? Yeah. <laughs> like, genuinely, I was like, David Harbour. But then I was like, wait, this just came out. That can't be right. Yeah. So you think Hellboy's the Hulk? No, I. Guess I they I, look similar. They're similar. I yeah. compare the Hulk to another character. <laughs> Which we will get to. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I just wanted to point out how uninformed I, I really am. I uh, definitely was gonna say Hellboy was uh, an Avenger. Wow. Definitely not. No. He's but totally I would. Not. I would buy. I would love that. I mean, based off all the stuff this movie does, I it wouldn't be out of the place to see Hellboy. Right. In because this movie. I will also just drop as a spoiler for some of my notes. I forgot that Mark Ruffalo was in this movie, so oh. I also just thought that. <laughs> But you heard his voice. You're like, where is he? I can't no, hear his I voice. I didn't hear him speak. Okay. So Wait, there... what are you talking about? He was talking throughout the whole movie. He was talking. He's the Hulk. I know he's the Hulk. But okay, so when we first encounter him, let's we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll okay. Get there. Oh. Anyway, um, the opening scene. Yeah. Actually, I do want to just begin with a moment of recognition for the vein in Jeremy Renner's arm. Ooh. It was really nice. I'm really a big fan of that vein. I didn't understand the rest of the scene. Yeah. So wait, you, what vein are you talking about? Do you have like a muscular vein? That was yeah. He was like he was like propping up. He was like correcting his daughter's bow Form, yeah. and and her stance and like he like twisted his arm a certain way and then the vein just was there and so was I. Wow. So Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't think Jeremy Renner is one of my. He's I not, guess, not he, a hall pass for you. No. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe. Nah, I don't think so. If, then, you, if you saw that vein, would he become a hall pass for I, you? Honestly, uh, just for the listeners, I've seen this movie twice already. Yes. And it's been less than 24 <laughs> hours since the movie came out. So at least a third of my day has been devoted to watching Avengers. Oh my or the God. third of my last 12 hours. Yeah. has Actually, no, more than that. Like at least half of my last 12 hours. Oh my God. That's insane. That's a lot. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Well, my third visit, I'm going to keep an eye out for that vein. It's just, it's right there in the opening. Like, honestly, could be within the first five shots for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it starts with Hawkeye, Mm -hmm. who you know as uh, actor Jeremy Renner. I don't know his, like, (laughs) civilian name. I forgot. I think it's like, ah, I forgot his real name. Mark. Brad. (laughs) Jeff. One of those is... It's none of them. It's none of them. Okay. But, oh, no. Uh, I know it's on the top, tip of my tongue. Whatever. Hawkeye is teaching his daughter how to shoot an arrow. Meanwhile, his wife and his two children, her two two boys, are just in the distance, just like hanging out in this like public picnic area. No, it's by their house. Mm-hmm. That's their yeah, house. like a You're field. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna eat hot dogs. Mm-hmm. 
And then like he looks away for a second and his daughter has disappeared. There's starts... like there's dust in the air and it's kind yeah. of ominous with the music too. Yeah. And then he looks to the, t- the picnic table and his entire family has gone missing now. And he starts freaking out and... And Boom. then credits, opening, yeah. opening credits. Black. So what did you, what did you think was happening here? I had no idea. I was like, aliens, I don't know. But at this point, I also didn't know that it was a space movie. <laughs> Fun fact, Avengers is a space movie. I had no idea. I hate space movies what? too. <laughs> like, I just won't watch what? them. I just I'm don't. I'm falling over my chair. Because there's also very formulaic. There's an explosion yeah. with oxygen. Something catches on fire. There's space shrapnel. Very similar. You don't like space movies? I don't like space movies. Oh, wow. A buddy of mine doesn't like watching Game of Thrones because he doesn't like mud. He thinks it's really dirty. Oh. You sound like him in regards to space. Yeah. Well, let me give you some context as to what's going on in this opening scene. Uh, So Avengers Infinity War was the big film leading into Endgame. There were like two... There was Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, and the Wasp that came out in between those two movies. But the like tenth bull summer film of last year was Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And basically, the end of Infinity War resulted in Thanos, who had collected all Infinity Stones. Do you know what the Infinity Stones are? I mean, I do now. Yeah, and he's he has a gauntlet. He's he has all the stones. It's the climax of the film. He snaps his fingers. And half of existence in the entire universe disappears, turns into dust. I want to know why he cares to do this. Because this whole movie is about him doing that again. Well. Kind of. He, the thing is, uh, this whole movie is the surviving members of the Avengers trying to salvage or undo his snap. Right. Going and collecting the stones. But then at the end, he wants to do it again but he's like i want to correct my mistake yes. and then i'm like why why are you so mad why he's are not, you he, angry so the thing is with thanos and he he thinks he's making the ultimate sacrifice he thinks he's doing what's right for the entire universe also by... known as a family annihilator yeah great okay yeah. got it well he's a family man he's a father yeah but he he thinks in sort of wiping out half of the the world um or the universe in that case He's able to uh, return to some sort of equilibrium. Some peace and tranquility will enter the universe if overpopulation and people just don't screw it up. Because uh, he, he ha- his home planet, yeah. he like was warning, we need to kill half our people or we're going to overpopulate and die. And his home planet, okay. that happened. Well, and so his whole quest was to do this for the entire universe. I have to say that erasing people's existence is probably not the way to go about it's it. It's not wrong. I just feel like... I mean, it's not right. It's 100% not like rooted in any sort yeah. of... Yeah. But it, 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 the, the first movie made a really compelling case. So okay. the, the final moments of the last film were watching all of our favorite characters die. And it was Got heartbreaking. It. Okay. So this movie starts with... The same event happening to another character that we do not see, which is Hawkeye. Okay. He wasn't in Infinity War at all? No. He was retired. Oh. With his family. Okay. And so we see what happens to Hawkeye. So how come... How come... Okay. If it's 50%, has, he's got a little family of five. The, 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 statistically... The, statistically... At least one... None of this makes sense. Statistically... Because, yeah. Like, if you watch the... The previous film, there's 
like the surviving members of the character, like the surviving cast, something's messed up. Like the odds of certain characters existing don't make sense. Right. But it's yeah. a superhero movie. Doesn't make sense. Right. That's you know I mean? the other thing I don't like about superhero movies. When something and it just doesn't fit, they're like, well, let's, what if we do this? Which is also the entire plot of this movie. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so opening credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have our, the Marvel Studios logo pop up. And uh, I'm only going to note this because this is, I've watched it for two times now. Yeah. The, the logos have all these characters sort of whizzing by with like cool red animation and colors, basically forming the letters Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, that has evolved since Iron Man. It's like become this like really intricate thing that involves like images from other movie previous films, mm-hmm. sc- like script pages, concept art. It's like this whole thing. And in this movie, it happened a little bit slower than it normally does in previous in other movies. So you can really see what's going on. In the animation. Because they really just wanted to pack the emotional punch. Yeah. They wanted everybody to just sit and really take it in. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just a little bit sh- a little bit uh, longer, a little bit slower, so just so you can sort of ruminate on all that. Sure. Which is really interesting. So we start uh, the movie right where we left off at Avengers Infinity War um, with uh, Iron Man and Nebula floating adrift in space. What did Iron Man look like? He looked... Uh, really, like, kind of withered, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how long he's been on that ship. Like, I, I don't know if it's just like Tony Stark has aged, Iron Man has aged, or like if he's been on this ship for like I don't know, like five years. How long has it been? I mean, in real life, the actor has aged uh, at least eleven years since you last saw him in Iron Man One in two thousand eight. Okay, but I think narratively speaking, there is a, a title card or like some font. That pops on screen that says they've been adrift. Or no, I think he says it when he's recording his little, his little, uh, his little blog, his uh-huh. vlog. Oh, he's vlogging. his family. He's yeah. vlogging. Uh-huh. He's like, um, we've been uh, in in space about twenty one days, maybe twenty two. Uh-huh. I lost count. Oh, yeah, you're right. He does say that. Yeah, um, and I thought it was really funny that they're like uh, killing time by playing that football game. Oh, like, that's why the they were doing football. that. Yeah, because they they're, time. they're stuck in space. I totally forgot that they were doing that. Yeah. Okay. And so at one moment, the moment where everything seems lost, uh, a shining bright figure appears at the, the head of the spaceship. And this is Captain Marvel to the rescue. Right. To the rescue. Like, of course, just like every other superhero movie when they back themselves into a corner and they're like, oh, no, yeah. everything's lost except and then something. Captain Marvel. Right. Captain Marvel. Like that's their scapegoat for getting out of this yeah. bullshit they got themselves into. Wait, so are you enjoying the movie at this point? This is at mm-hmm. least like the first 10 minutes. I was just enjoying uh, Jeremy Renner's vein again. Just going to bring that back up. Okay, great. Um, so no, since since the vein sighting the Not, football didn't get you? I thought it was cute, but yeah. I also like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I get it. They were in space, and I was like, cool, great, we're in space. Well, they're not in space for too long, because Captain Marvel takes the ship back yes. to Earth yeah. and reunites, and I'm going to list the characters off for you. Okay. Iron Man and Nebula reunite with characters Captain America, uh, Rhodes, I don't know who Black that is. Widow, okay. Rocket Raccoon, okay, and Pepper Potts. And Pepper Potts, okay. Yeah. And Who's Rhodes? Who's that? Rhodes is uh, Iron Man's best friend. You may have remembered him from Iron Man and Iron Man 2. However, between Iron Man and Iron Man 2, the character had been uh, recast. Okay. From Terrace Howard to Don Cheadle. Then that explains why I 
because I know I for sure saw the first one and yeah. I don't think I I don't know if I saw the second one okay so I don't okay got it got it but they're best friends and it's mm-hmm. a pretty emotional reunion both for the characters and for audience members who've been watching the movies all of us all the way to this point because mm-hmm. both Captain America and Iron Man had a big fallout in Captain America Civil War they had a split a schism which basically disbanded the Avengers leading up to the big oh, war yeah. with Thanos. I remember seeing the billboard for that and everybody was like, who will win? Who will prevail? And yeah. I was like, well, they're not going to kill each other yeah. because there's a lot more to both of their stories, I'm sure. And this is coming from someone that has not seen any really of their stories. Well, um, can I tell you the like general premise of why they're fighting? Sure. There's this like philosophical debate whether if the Avengers should be governed by a UN committee a committee or mm-hmm. if they should be self-governed self uh, assigned captain america is on the the side of individual power individual freedom the avengers should do what they want to do uh-huh. and iron man is overwhelmed with guilt and he's like no we need to be put in check we need the un committee to tell why, us where to go when to go and why is he feeling guilty what did he do well uh he's just he just well he was responsible for like uh, uh, artificial intelligence going rogue and basically almost killing the entire world. Is iRobot woven into this narrative? <laughs> Is that here? No. Okay. <laughs> the Will Smith movie? I don't know. Could be. Wow. I'd like to see that. That's the... that That's a throwback. Yeah, I want them to weave that in, actually. iRobot. Yeah. Imagine if iRobot was in the... Mar- no. I don't see it. Okay, I haven't but you're seen not, it in it's, so long. It's so. close to the that that the plot in that movie. Basically, uh-huh. the robots overrun uh-huh. because they go rogue. Is similar to what happens in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Ultron is this like big baddie. Anyways, okay. So there's there's that like philosophical debate, but then it it extends into a more personal debate because Captain America has lied to Iron Man. Okay, he did say that he lied. Yeah, and I did not. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't get it. Iron Man has like a bit of a meltdown. He's like, I told you this was going to happen. And he's like, he, uh, Robert Downey Jr., just a side note, is given a really strong performance in this movie. He's like... No, I thought he did great. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing some really good acting. Yeah. And uh, a lot of that is carried, or a lot of that impact is carried into from previous films. Okay. Um, so basically, Captain America's best friend, Bucky, killed uh is responsible for iron man for killing iron man's parents bucky he has a metal arm if you remember (laughs) wait is he in this movie he is in this movie oh fuck at the end of the movie he sort of like doesn't say much he has long hair is that the jared leto looking guy yeah sebastian stan is the actor's name oh okay yeah so he's like he went he he was in the war with is he the winter soldier he is the winter soldier okay yeah okay yeah, so he killed he killed Iron Man's parents when he was under like some sort of mind control. Okay. And Captain America knew and lied to Iron Man, and they had a big fallout. So Iron Man is the Batman of Mar- the Marvel Universe. Sure, that works. When did his parents die, though? Uh, when he was a teenager. Okay, so he's like kind of the Batman of the. Yeah, Mar- not not as a not as childlike as Bruce Wayne. I'm trying to piss off the Marvel fans. I, I get hope it. It's working. <laughs> uh okay i'm keeping you in line caroline i'm protecting you okay thank you um, um i would like to point out that yeah. this conversation whenever um iron man is getting upset with captain america this is when 
Mark Ruffalo appears. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone else is talking and you see them. And then all of a sudden the camera cuts to him and he's talking. There was no reference to him prior to this exact moment being for you there was for, no reference no but like not even in the scene like not even okay. in the scene and then all of a sudden he's here and then that was when i realized that david harbour as hellboy is not the right universe yep. and <laughs> the david Hulk. harbour is uh hellboy yes yeah yeah and uh and hellboy and the hulk are not the same character. They're not the same character. Uh, You're correct. And Mark Completely Ruffalo different. is yep. is the Hulk. And uh, there he was. Uh, but it also took me a second to be like, oh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, oh, uh, he's, oh. Like and, which superhero? Is yeah, he? like which, I had to. Who like, is he? Who is he? Who right. Is he? I had to really connect yeah. the dots and yeah. remember because I, I would see like trailers years ago for the other films. And that was when I, I had to remember that. Got but, it. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Ruffalo is in this movie. He is. Um, which you wouldn't know if you didn't watch the scene because we'll get to that later. Yes. But um, Iron Man goes unconscious because he's sick and the rest of the Avengers, the remaining surviving members of the Avengers, decide to go hunt down and kill Thanos, retrieve the Infinity Stones, mm-hmm. uh, and snap, which will, in theory, undo the the vanishing, the snapping, as, as some folks would say. Sure. And I'd like to point out that I thought this movie was going to be about them finding Thanos and then they find him in 30 fucking seconds. And hey, I was like, wow. You're not alone. I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked how fast it was. Because I thought the whole, because basically yeah. the, 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 the movie goes, Captain America, the camera like zooms in on him and he says, let's go get this son of a bitch. And yeah. it cuts to the Avengers and you hear the, the horns blaring like do, 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 do. And then it says end game. Yeah. And then suddenly we're there. And Which I, I thought what the the whole journey of the film was going to be them finding cer- him. like looking for him. Right. And I'd also like to point out that because I don't know who Thanos is, when we first see that purple fist grabbing the fruit, I was like, okay, purple Hulk. <laughs> and he is not purple Hulk. I find out he is Thanos. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you've never seen Thanos. This is your first exposure this to Thanos. Is, yes. So I've never seen him. And then just based off of his name and kind of his like big like hulking appearance. Okay. Yeah. I like learned quickly he's not related to the Hulk at all. But then I thought maybe Thor's dad because Thanos, Thor, like Greek shit. Maybe. Greek shit? Yeah. Like isn't Thanos a Greek god name as well? I don't know. I'm heinously uninformed on Greek mythology. I might be too. I'm really making just a a large guess right sure. now. Sure. But and you I, thought they were related yeah, I, purely then, based off the name. Right. And then, but then it was revealed, well, it was revealed to me. Everybody else <laughs> fucking knew it. That, <laughs> <laughs> that Nebula is his daughter. And I was like, well, Thor and Nebula are definitely not related. Not siblings. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that was when I also discovered that Thor's dad is not Thanos. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I love this journey you went on. Yeah. Like, I'm so watching this labor. movie, and I'm, like, thinking about every interaction. I was like, how are these people related to each other? Or how are, how are their stories intertwined? Yeah. And everything that oh. I think is just wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see, like, there's some really big emotional punches later in the movie, and I'm mm-hmm. wondering how they hit you, because they hit me really hard. But uh, we'll get to that. But basically, Thor, uh, they uh, Thanos reveals to the Avengers that he... Uh, a few days, like, like the day before, had destroyed the stones that he could not risk them undoing what all his hard work. And then Thor, in a fit of rage, cuts off his head. 
which I thought was super unnecessary. He didn't even consult the group. He just decided uh, he cut off his head yeah. in front of his daughter, like Thanos' daughter, which I know she doesn't like him. But like at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I just thought it was like a little over the top. It was it was it was a definitely an impulse decision on Thor's behalf and it I think it was also like a desperation thing something that they clearly had no more avenues or any options I and guess I don't know I feel like you don't have to like I mean all cut, the other characters cut his head off cut yeah. his head off the, Rocket was just like what did you do like yeah. everyone I've, is in agreement with you Right okay cool And then Thor walks outdoors as the camera slowly blurs out cuts to black Mm-hmm. The, the words fade in mm-hmm. slowly five years later mm-hmm. and suddenly we're in a support group led by captain america in what appears to be a post-apocalyptic or a recovering post-apocalyptic world where half the population has been reduced yes. to nothing to dust yeah. um and i thought this was like a really intense bold move to ground it in this like really in like emotionally like like these people these are just people crying in a table just talking about their everyday lives right and how how their lives have changed yeah for like like yeah uh one of the russo brothers makes a cameo appearance here he's the one that's sort of talking about how he went on a date for the first time in a while um who are the russo brothers are you serious are they the directors (laughs) i bet they're the directors (laughs) the directors cool you guys did a great they're the directors they also uh they like have their uh uh sort of start in TV comedy directing, like directing Arrested Development and Community. And okay. a few community actors make cameos in this movie, oh. which is really fun. Okay. I don't know who's making cameos because I don't know who's supposed to be in it. <laughs> That's true. So, everyone's a cameo. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, everyone's either a cameo. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, yeah, it's just a really like, it just them treating it really realistically was uh, a hard pill to swallow because it, it like the movie is actually just going to go with this direction. Right. So then we go to like a storage unit facility. Um, a rat scuttles across like some keys and then like there's a, a small explosion. Um, and then all of a sudden like Paul Rudd is here and I don't know why. Okay. So Paul Rudd is the Ant-Man. Right. And... I later find that out. But it takes me like a very long time to be like, oh, right. He's a super he is a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, he has a suit that can transform in size mm-hmm. to like really like the size of an ant or even larger, as we see later in the movie. Sure. But basically, uh, Ant-Man introduces basically what the film is going to be about. Uh-huh. A time heist. Yes. Uh, he comes out of the quantum realm, which he pitches to the Avengers uh, who think he has died. And he is telling them, we can travel in time and fix this. We can try to fix and save people. Yes um by going back in time uh-huh um not to kill baby thanos but to retrieve the time the all the infinity stones mm-hmm. so they can do the snap and save the world yes um oh while i was trying to figure out who he played i was like is he who's the blind guy who's the blind superhero uh I, daredevil and there's daredevil i don't think that's i did then you I, thought he was Daredevil? Maybe He's for not a second. blind. Right. I don't know. And then I was like, wait, who's the other one? Who's the other one? Um, and I guess the other one I was trying to think of was Deadpool. I thought he was Deadpool for a second. Interesting. Is, Deadpool. Is Deadpool Marvel Universe? Hmm. I don't know. 
I think so. And but then, I don't think he, he's, like, owned by Fox, so... Oh. But Fox was just purchased by Disney. So he's technically, like, a... It's possible. Okay, and then and then Daredevil is... Also Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, I wasn't So wrong. you're in... You're under the umbrella. I wasn't... Yes. Okay. I mean, I was super wrong, yeah. but I wasn't, like, heinously incorrect. Yes. You were just uninformed, normally. Yes. Normally uninformed. Regular Caroline. Regular uninformed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, Ant-Man, he's so funny. I love Paul Rudd. Uh, he gives this, he reconnects with his family before pitching this idea to the Avengers. And that choked me up because the emotional core of his movies has always been his desire to, uh, live a life because he's a con, like he's like a thief basically. Oh. And he's, he's a criminal and he has been in and out of jails and all he wants to do is to leave, live a, uh, a clean life so he can reunite with his family and be a good father got it and to know that he was in the quantum realm for five years and basically his daughter who was a little girl in the movies had grown up to a young adult Mm -hmm. a little teenager Mm -hmm. was devastating and to see him go through that whole emotional journey of just like seeing her in disbelief to being incredibly thankful that she's she's alive not vanished yeah being just like overwhelmed it was just paul rudd a gem national gem there he is folks yeah not a daredevil not a daredevil not a deadpool not a deadpool but an ant-man an ant-man yeah i love ant-man mm-hmm. um i don't remember no it's fine so he pitches this idea to do a time heist to right. iron man yes and we find out iron man is living his best life yeah. See, this is okay. So he's married and he has a daughter. Yes. And I was like, who's his wife? Who is that going to be? Like, I thought, like, when the reveal happened, I would be like, like, what it was you, g- when he was reunited on planet Earth earlier in the film, you yeah. see him embrace Pe- Pepper Potts. Right. But I guess because I remember Pepper Potts from Iron Man, the Wait, very first So you thought movie. it wasn't going to be. Pepper Potts? No. His vlog in the beginning of the movie is just like, Pepper, if you find this. Because I thought I'm she was still his like, kind associate. <laughs> you think that's a business relationship? Well, I thought it was his assistant. I mean, they work. She runs his company. That's what I'm saying. And then yeah. even because I'm trying to remember if you see her in Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, we see her at the end. Right. I and think I so. think I think she still is just like wearing a like a little business yeah suit, she's she's know? business so then, but she is she yes she runs the company yeah so a, i thought like he's saying to pepper like hey here's the news for me and the company no they love each other okay so then yeah. i find out that that's like who his wife is mm-hmm. but it's it's not until like later where i'm like oh yeah okay um and i thought it was really interesting how the movie set up this because it did make me when i was watching it go uh it's like oh it's complicating the stakes again because on one hand Certain characters want to undo what had happened, whereas Iron Man has stakes in the present slash future in his life with a daughter. Right. And he doesn't want to risk uh, undoing this. And so I I'm have like, a oh, lot really of, yeah. good move. This is really complex. I have a lot of questions also about the rules of time travel for them because a lot of it is contradictory. Oh, we'll get there. It's confusing. Yeah. You'll have um, to tell me because. Yeah. But I, I think I have a good grasp on it. Okay. Uh, but Iron Man, uh, because of his family, refuses. Right. And so they're like brainstorming. Who else is smart enough to do this? Uh, uh, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk. Uh-huh. And Ant-Man goes, 
with Captain America and uh, the Black Widow to go visit the Hulk. Who there is he now? Is. He's like an influencer. He's an influencer. Which yeah. I was super into. Hashtag Hulk dab. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or hashtag get green. What are all his like little catchphrases there in the You're, movie? You've seen the movie. Get twice. green or like green or like roar. It's just like taking photos with. But kids. he wasn't even like angry Hulk. He was like super chill. I know. He was like yeah living his best so life. just uh just to give you some context the previous film there was a struggle where bruce banner normally uh switches between his human form and the hulk right mm-hmm. he it's sort of like a, a dr jekyll mr hyde type vibe okay um but the previous film for whatever reason the hulk would not come out when bruce banner was summoning him he was like refusing to come out they're okay. like separate entities in one body Okay. And so it was. This was a huge shock when this happened in the movie to audiences who had watched the previous film, seeing that they had melded the two entities into one uh-huh. Bruce Hulk or Hulk Banner type thing. Okay. Um, because yeah, the whole previous movie was all about him not being able to active with the Hulk. It was really. I was actually. Uh, I thought it was a really funny choice to have the Hulk. And Bruce Banner sort of meld into one character yeah, in this I, movie? Yeah, I definitely, I guess to me, I was like confused because the Hulk is so much of like a, a sort of alter ego. Yeah. Whereas these other characters, like Captain America as a civilian is still Captain America. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Iron Man is, Tony Stark is still, you know. Yeah. But like the fact that Bruce Banner is like Bruce Banner and then the Hulk I liked the meld because I was like, so you're just yourself. You just you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, in theory, I, I thought the decision to make it one character was really funny. Mm-hmm. They mined a lot of jokes out of it. Just seeing him influence, like hashtag influencer with these kids. He's like this popular, this popular celebrity. Yeah. But I do feel like it sort of under, uh, I don't know, under underscores, undervalues. What's the word? I don't know. They they were leading up. They're setting up this narrative, this arc for the character where he had to sort of come to terms with why he couldn't summon the Hulk, and that was sort of a question that left unanswered at the uh-huh. previous of the previous film. Okay, and then and it still is kind of left unanswered because now he's just existing as the Hulk. It's completely. There's no payoff. I mean, it it's just a complete mm. swerve, which is fine. Sounds like a typical. Uh, we backed ourselves into a corner. It, it did. Let's fix yeah. it and not answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a little disappointed by that. Even though I enjoyed the, how they handled this decision, it was still just like, well, if you're going to set it, it's all about setup, setups and payoffs. And whatever they set up in the previous film was not paid off in an emotionally grounded way, but in a very funny way, entertaining sure. way. Yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And it was, I didn't know, obviously, about his issues in the previous films um but i thought it was really funny that he it was super funny yeah you just see him eating all this this like bowl of eggs and bacon yeah. um but bruce agrees to help with the time travel machine and they run some trial runs and ant-man goes back into the quantum realm returns a baby or an old man or himself a little kid again yeah yeah um yeah that was again paul rudd a gem he's so funny mm-hmm. he's so funny yeah um there's just a lot of uh humor grounding all this all the way right and then they go to tony because they're like we can't we need your brain and he was like did you make 
someone travel through travel through time or did time travel through them yeah which they were like oh sorry we're stupid yeah we're so stupid um but then he's able to literally like another thing he builds the like, i know where you're going code. with this because i have the same gripe. yeah i'm like okay he's talking about how complicated it's gonna be and he was like it's almost impossible we won't be able to do it i don't know why he's suddenly a godfather um yeah, but I but exactly yeah going. he does it and he doesn't even really do it. He's like, uh, mix up the particle beam with the uh, quantum leap of uh, A squared. And then uh, a computer does it for him. And then uh, all of a sudden he has like a little a little loop. Yeah. Uh, a little particle loop mm-hmm. that uh, they then will be using uh, yes. to travel through time. Yeah. I thought this was too easy. Uh, yeah. Discovering time travel in 30 seconds yeah. was, I was like, crazy. Yeah, I was like, you killed Thanos just as easily. Yeah. You did two these two things you did way too easily. Yes. Uh, again, I thought it was a shortcut. But at the same time, I again, I appreciate the, the ability to make these shortcuts. Uh, we're able as an audience to bridge these emotionally packed uh, moments that yeah. would not be able to get done if you spend an hour trying to develop a time machine i mean true but i kind of wish it was like a little harder yeah there's a trial run you gotta earn it yeah yeah. for sure i agree um but i thought it was silly but i uh the the emotional core behind that was i thought really sweet he's washing dishes he he's like i i I don't want to do this i have a family he's washing Mm -hmm. dishes and he gets some water on some bookshelf near the kitchen and he finds a picture of peter parker finds a picture of himself shaking hands with Peter Parker. Yeah. And I think I already told you how much of a gut punch uh, Peter Parker's death scene yeah. in the last film was yeah. and how much it weighs on Iron Man. Yeah. So this was sort of the genesis of why he ended up just like, I need to, I need to, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to save him. Yeah. I need to save the kid. Yeah. He makes the the particle loop. I'm going to call it a particle loop. You're, I know it's, it's close. Wrong. It's what think, is it called? I don't know ex- the exact term, but okay. it's a made up word. It's all made up. It's right. all you it's don't have to be up. right. About- I mean, I don't know. People get mad. It's fine. Sure. Guess what? I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Wow, uh, Caroline just put some shades on it. <laughs> I know. Um, then they realize that they only have a limited like are they called particle beams what are those red the pin capsules? particles okay the hank Wait. pym who is uh the inventor of the ant-man suit uh-huh uh he created these pim particles which are those little red capsules that pim, are p-i-m p-i-m last okay. name um and those particles are sort of the MacGuffin that allows these characters to travel through time or it's like their return ticket basically got it okay um, so everybody has what, they have two? One to get there, one to get back, right? Yeah, they said everyone has one and then enough for two test runs. Then Ant-Man uses one. And he's like, oh, I can't do this. It's too stressful. And right. Hawkeye's oh, like, I'll do it. Hawkeye does it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he sees his family or he hears his family. Right, and grabs the baseball glove yeah. as proof. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it works. So then they do it. So they figure out they can time travel, but they are not entirely sure what to do. So this is when we get into that classic... Uh, you know, in Ocean's Eleven or or those any of those heist films, there's the plan, right? Right. So we have this plan montage where we're basically having characters revisit uh, events in previous films through mm-hmm. their memories and just sort of explain, like, when did you see this Infinity Stone in your movie? I guess that's the meta text. Right. So then they start trying to figure out, well, since we only have this many, is it Pym? Pym particles. Pym particles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have enough. 
And then they're able to figure out, well, that New York, at the same time, there was three there yeah. at the same time. So then they're able to come up with a plan where they split up into groups. There's three groups. Mm-hmm. One's going after three stones. One's going after two stones. The other is going after one stone. Correct. Yeah. So the plan is in, in place and the group uh, is divvied up. Uh, the the people going to Asgard, Thor and Rocket. Yes. To get the ether which is the red infinity stone okay and then going to vormir slash morag two different places are uh rhodes nebula hawkeye and black widow and, and they're getting they're getting two, two stones, stones. That's right, but right, different right. places yes like they go to one place and then they take a ship to another place yeah. yeah and then going to new york we got scott lang ant-man uh iron man captain america and the hulk yes and and uh, off we go. Yes, and I feel like uh, a couple of the stones are acquired very easily, <laughs> like very easily. Well, I don't think so. I don't think it's that easy. I mean, well, I mean, here here's the thing, Caroline. The design of this film is based off. It's basically honoring the 22 films that have come before in either dialogue callbacks or even explicitly revisiting these movies so when they go to new york you're seeing some iconic imagery from right. the first avengers it's movie. ftf for the fans yes got it when they go to morag you're but seeing what about me as the non-viewer what is it doing for me nothing because it's not for you i know <laughs> but it was really special but i want it to be for me well then watch the movies but i don't want to be a fan then don't watch the movies okay. you sound like a hipster right now and I'm just not into this formulaic, Whatever. you know. Which stones were easy to get? Tell me. Um, There is one in New York. Okay. Okay. So the Hulk has to go talk to uh, the woman in the gold room. Do you room. know who this person is? I know her, like, I know the actress's name. I do know it. I can't remember right now. Yeah. I know she's from Doctor Strange because. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're uh, right. But I, and I, they're talking, like, she's like, well, Doctor Strange, it, it, you're five years too soon, uh, is what she says to the Hulk about getting the stone. And yeah. then uh, we cut back and forth a couple places. Sure. Um, she pushes him, Bruce Banner, out of the Hulk's body. And then yeah. he has to convince her as a phantom um, that Doctor Strange gives up the stone in the future. And if he comes back, like if he gives her the stone, he'll come back and give it to her at the same point. Yeah. Um, and then there won't be a weird severed uh, thread of this yeah. universe where they don't have the stone. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. And then she gives it to him. Like she just, all he needed to say was that Doctor Strange gives it up. There's no like proof. Yeah. There's no asking for proof. There is blind trust. And I was like, that is too, no, punch each other in the nose. Wow. Like do you something. Fight. Yeah, because she already like pushed out of the box. But like, I, I don't know. I felt like, there could have been a, a more intense interaction okay. of some kind. Uh, you're, fair point. I wasn't thinking about that stone, but yeah. Uh, there was, was a, a there was another stone, but... stone that, that was easily acquired as well, and I can't remember. Was it the one that was in the staff? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? What do you... Okay, this... You are so wrong. They got it this, so easily. This bit was brilliant. This is brilliant, because they're, uh, they're, they're playing into the audience's uh, uh, expectations, because... Uh-huh. Those 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 characters that have the staff in uh-huh. the elevator uh-huh. 
Oh my god, it's brilliant. So they're referencing Captain America and the Winter Soldier, in which the main plot point there is that S.H.I.E.L.D. has been infiltrated by HYDRA agents. HYDRA are like this subsection of Nazis. Whoa. Yeah, so they're like real, like, tyrannical, villainous people. people. Got it. Uh, When Captain America enters that elevator, it immediately um, uh, calls back this scene in Captain America Winter Soldier where... um, He's Captain America has gone rogue and S.H.I.E.L.D. has been dispatched to arrest him. And they slowly file into this elevator and try to... Is S.H.I.E.L.D. not his S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> Hashtag not his S.H.I.E.L.D.? Hashtag not the same S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, some of them weren't in it. Some of them were not. Some so of them were just like... So it's not his physical S.H.I.E.L.D. that was infiltrated. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. Is a, is a CIA. It's like a it's a government program. Oh, see, I didn't know Did that. you not know? No, did when you not you, know what I was saying when you by said, S.H.I.E.L.D.? When you said S.H.I.E.L.D. Time. When you said his S.H.I.E.L.D. was like tampered with... I thought you meant like his S.H.I.E.L.D. No, I was S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I was like, did they like put a spell oh on it? Oh my god, no, Shield did is they, like possessive. Shield they, like... is the organization that assembled the Avengers via Nick Fury, the program director. I'm I think pretty that's sure position. they took his shield, they put it in a bowl of water, and then they put it out under the moon. What are you talking? To charge about? it with power, <laughs> what are and then you I talking got. About? And they did it when Mercury was in retrograde. Caroline, I'm pulling my hair out right now. And I have Venus, no idea what you're talking Venus about. Venus was their sun sign. So oh, my God. All Anyways, of a sudden. This moment is brilliant because you think a fight's about to happen, just like it happened in uh-huh. the second Captain America movie. But instead, such a so smart, Captain America leans in to the lead henchman and says, Hell Hydra, which signifies that Captain America is part of this a rogue group known right. as Right, yeah, because he's like, just trust me. And then he says that, and I'm like, okay, yeah. because I don't know anything. And the entire, I think this is one of the instances where the entire theater erupted in laughter because it's such a brilliant... Right, everyone was laughing, and I was like, that sounds like it's not funny it's to me. It's so funny. And he just walks away with it. Okay. And it's just such a, it's such a brilliant moment. It's so good. Uh-huh. And it totally did not land for you at all no and then he like had the staff and i was like cool that was easy wow yeah well what other stones were easy well it was okay so there's six stones yes Uh, so we got two already two yeah those two are super easy loki steals the one yeah which so that one wasn't easy no that one wasn't easy uh the one that thor has to go get yes it's only difficult because he's fucking drunk the whole time and a frat boy <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of uh body shaming in this movie oh uh, my god i was actually kind of uncomfortable by that yeah i was like it, I, it's one thing if he's like drunk and unstable but like he let himself go like yeah i don't know i feel like yeah your metabolism I, I, changes i think your yeah your body I think, will change i think overall uh it was a funny bit at first and then they overdo it they overdo it i think yeah. it's fine when it's coming from rocket like a raccoon basically a character who doesn't have his, a human body. He doesn't have a human body. He's like the brunt of a ton of jokes. Like Iron Man, when he first sees him, was like, I thought you were Build-A-Bear. Like, this right. is a, a bullied character. Yeah. So it made sense when Rocket's like, "What hap- you look like melted ice cream. Yeah. Funny. It's like punching down in a way. Sure. But then when other characters start commenting on Loading it. on him. It's weird. I was like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. There's this moment where like Not Thor's just like, move. let me do this really important thing. I have thunder flowing to me. And like right. another character's like, more like cheese whiz going through you. Right. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then it, even his mom, after like having this really cathartic emotional moment, it's right, just like, like, eat a salad. Eat a salad. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, that's. It, yeah. So. <laughs> so it was, I think it was funny at first, but they really laid into it and became this like 
fat people are ugly kind of joke. Yeah, which and it, is... it kind of ruined her making that eat a salad comment kind of made me, it like discounted their really thoughtful and warm interaction that they just had. Yeah. And he's I... like talking to her because he knows that she's about to die. Literally the last thing she's going to say to her son <laughs> Eat a salad. I haven't even. I, yeah, you're right. That is the, la- you. the last. Fuck her, you. Her, her That's final word. So shitty. <laughs> that was her final words to her. And he has to also think about that. Yeah, that's true. The last thing she ever said to me yeah. was eat a salad. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. It was It was, It was. was a bit dicey. I, I will admit that. And it wasn't something I was enjoying. No. Uh, at first I was, but eventually got a little trite and... Yeah, they just overdid it. Yeah. It wasn't funny. Anyway, that stone was only difficult to capture because Thor was just out of his mind being a drunk. Yes. Um, But that stone was easy enough. Yeah. Um, And then... The the stone itself is, uh, since you haven't seen Thor Thor the Dark World, uh, his love interest in that movie, Jane Foster, Mm -hmm. touches it and it like sort of embeds herself into her body. And so that's why uh, Rocket has to like puncture her off screen we don't see it right and i was kind of like did natalie portman come back for these scenes just that one scene it's okay because i remember i watched the first movie she was in and i was like why is natalie portman doing superhero movies like i didn't know why she was doing them yeah um it yeah it seems weird that she just was in that one scene and never said a word the only thing she said was when thor was like overhearing when he just arrived was like I need some pants or like I need something for, like I can't wear these pants anymore is what right. she said. Yeah. But I know she wasn't in like all she wasn't just in the most recent Thor movie Correct. that came out. They basically wrote her off. Right. Because she's like, I do Black Swan now. <laughs> Maybe that's why. But that's not why. It just seemed like uh, they're just having too many characters and right. they just need. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, so that, that was another easy yeah. stone. Yeah. And then. Okay. So then. So the, the Black Widow the, and mm-hmm. Hawkeye had to get two stones. Okay, so uh, Nebula, uh, Rhodes, Hawkeye, Widow split oh, up to get two stones right. separately. Yes, that's right. So uh, Nebula and Rhodes are easily able to get the the Power Stone, which is the one that Peter Quill gets in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, love lovely callback to that song. The hey, 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 hey. I don't know it. Do you know that song? Is that the opening scene of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy where he's singing? Okay. I do remember it. I didn't like the movie very much. You didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy? No. I love Guardians I know. of the Galaxy. Well, I love I that movie. I saw it with my boyfriend and we were like up in Santa Barbara having like a really nice weekend. I think weekend. that's my favorite he was one. Like, yeah. He was like, do you want to go see Guardians? And I was like, I don't know. I don't really like superhero movies. He's like, I hear it's really different. And I was like, okay. And then we left and he was like, so what did you think? And I was like, oh, um, I didn't really like it. And he I was, loved he was it. like, what? He couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I love it primarily because it, it, it it's just a bunch of losers. It's a band of losers. It's basically James Gunn who created characters who are just extremely flawed, who are not your typical superheroes. They're right. Like, there's a, like a, 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 they're criminals. They're, they're outlaws. They're assassins. They're losers. And they band together and form a family. So that really spoke to me thematically. Uh-huh. I can't it breaks my heart. Sorry, dude. Yeah, when the second one came out, he was like, Do you want to go see number two? And I was like, Do you fucking think? Oh my <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my um, God. So How do you yeah. stop the recording? Because I need to burn this building. I know. Just burn it to the ground. So yeah, they get the, the power stone really quickly and but uh unfortunately Thanos catches on because 
there are two nebulas in this timeline. Right. And because, and they link to each other. Yeah. They're basically much. accidentally airdropping videos to each other. Um, yeah. Steve Jobs really just like had to get in yeah. one last thing. Yeah. So yeah. like, uh, since these two uh, sentient beings, like half alive, half robot things are in the same timeline, they airdrop videos to each other, basically memories. Mm-hmm. And that's how Thanos is able to discover the plan, uh, which was uh, stressful for me. I, I thought it was really stressful how Thanos was catching on to everything. Yeah. Uh, he's a bad bad boy. He's a bad guy. Bad boy. Um, then we're um, Vormir, um, Hawkeye, Black Widow, right. need to get the Soul Stone. Right. And then we find out, or <laughs> I find um, out. We all knew. <laughs> everybody else already knew that the way you get the Soul Stone is you have to leave another soul. You sacrifice a, a life you love. To okay. get the Soul Stone. Yes. Um, I thought this was really smart. I, I, I So the previous movies, they create these like plot things that uh, in their first iteration is mostly used for just like moving the plot along or just yeah. moving the narrative. There were some emotional beats like Thanos uh, and when he was at that summit threw Gamora down. Right. So that was what I was trying to figure out. You have to throw in someone you love and he throws in her. Thor threw in Gamora. Oh, Thor threw in Gamora. I mean, Thanos threw Gamora. I was like, hold on a second. So to me, is that what fucked up Nebula enough to be like, my dad sucks? No, like, their be- their relationship was sort of uh, uh, salvaged in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, a movie that you refused to watch. because yeah, you can't have, watch it. You were invited. <laughs> didn't I just watch it. it. I'm never going to see but it. But they, they mend it. That, it has such a... Okay. We're talking about Endgame. We're talking about Endgame. We're talking about Um. But I think it's really clever that they use these plot thing like the, the this box, like you have to kill someone to get this. Yeah. Um, and they these characters, Hawkeye and Black Widow, obviously don't know that, and they right have one of them has to self sacrifice, and then it becomes this sort of battle, which I thought was uh, initially kind of moving, uh, but then it kept going. It kept going, yeah. Which I'm like, this is silly. Like I get like. Uh, yeah, I just think there were like one too many, two too many. Yeah, beats. it was it was a little drawn out. Yeah, um, I do think that the skull guy there was super cool. Yeah, uh, he's he was the villain. Just in as a note, the the first Captain America movie. Okay, and he was incinerated by the cube. Basically, became a a guardian or a phantom of this this soul stone. Um, yeah, he he's he he was played originally by. I forgot the actor. Hugo Weaving. I don't know what he looks He's like. He's the villain in The Matrix. Mr. Oh. Agent uh, Smith. Okay. He's a, yeah. Um, so yeah, so this was a drawn out battle. Yeah. I also thought I was not into the fact that Black Widow sacrificed herself. No, I thought it was like a really cheap way. I just thought it was really cheap. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I also have like no emotional connection. Um, so I don't know. When she died, I was like, oh, that sucks. Uh, also, like, seems super unnecessary. I guess also because, like, I don't know her relationship with Hawkeye. I know that he's oh, they're married. Best friends. Oh, see, I didn't know that. They're like, they're super best friends. The way that they like jam their foreheads together, <laughs> I, I was like, they're going to make out. And oh, then I was no. like, wait, no, no, no. He's married. There's with, a lot like, of history kids. between these characters. Right. But then I was like, I couldn't. I kept thinking that they were, like, romantically linked. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep reminding myself that they're not. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, 
there it was it was the emotional part of that was undercut by some weird action stuff yeah and i just disagree with the i i know in the the story of the movie the arc of her character she was like very hell-bent on being the one that sacrificed herself but ultimately that's a decision that the creative team comes up with and justify it through the character. Right. And it was just, cause it eventually led to this funky scene where like six men are just talking about the loss of this, the only original female Avenger, uh-huh. which was just weird. Uh, which I will say there's this uh, battle sequence at the end. It's pretty epic. Oh yeah. And this moment where there's like this girl power moment where like yeah. all the female Avengers or female identifying characters come into play and are just like, we are going to kick ass. And I literally don't know who any of them are. This guy next to me groveled. Oh, I know there's going to be fucking neckbeards being like, oh, where are the women yeah, to fight this, together? This guy Ugh. groveled next to me. Yeah, I bet he did. And, and I bet like, he also hates women. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> but I'm just like, if you're going to grovel about this, grovel about the fact that there's like... It's when, all dudes. When yeah. all the, Are you going to grovel when all the dudes are fighting? No. Yeah, because it's mostly yeah. just dudes fighting. Of course. Um... But yeah, like there's that scene where they're sort of uh, uh, reflecting on Natasha's sacrifice, Black Widow's sacrifice. Her name's and Natasha. It, yeah. I did not Natasha know that. Romanoff. I did not know that. Um, and it's just like a bunch of angry dudes who just don't know how to communicate their emotions. Uh-huh. Like Hulk throws a freaking bench. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so much masculinity. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't hear any grovels right. from that same guy. Right. About mm, this. Mm. Yeah. Probably because he really enjoys toxic masculinity. Let's get into it. Let's break down Let's the toxic masculinity within the Avengers universe. Oh, you want to go there? No, not right now. We could. Different podcast. Different podcast. I don't know. I feel like you're not heinously uninformed with any of that. About toxic masculinity? Toxic masculinity, feminism. I feel oh, no, like I check myself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> We're high-fiving. <laughs> Probably really it bad. sounded pretty good. Oh, okay. I think it sounded I think it cool. picked up more on your mic. Okay, cool. Anyway. Um, um, so that's all the stones except um, since Loki took the Tesseract, both Iron Man and Captain America have to devise a way to get the stone. And Iron Man um, says to Captain America, do you trust me? And I and Captain America's, yeah, I do. And then oh, like, right. oh, and that got me. And they have like all of their like backstory shit about lying and stuff. Yeah. That, that oh, would make sense that, why it's like touching. That got me. But it was I, really like seeing these characters work together and like mend their, uh, um, their differences was really special for me. But I kind of am of the mind like I would rather just see more Loki personally. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if he has a vein on his forearm. Loki played... Uh, a big part in the last Thor movie and he gets brutally killed by Thanos in the beginning of the previous Avengers movie. Oh, okay. Because I don't know if he like takes the stone. I want him, even though it would never happen, like I would love for him to reappear in a different part of the timeline as well. He might appear in his own spinoff TV show. Played by Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm serious. Okay. I think I think that might be a spinoff. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it was left open-ended. But I mean, we'll discuss the mechanics of time travel. Because... Right. Because I got lots of questions. Yeah. Mainly actually just one. <laughs> What's your main question? Okay. Fast forward. Very far. <laughs> yeah. Nebula shoots her past self. Correct. Her present self, not dead. Correct. How? Uh, so it's not back to the future rules they said that but then i'm like so then what are the rules bitch honestly that's a excellent point i have I not thought it. about I that i don't get it 
Well, I mean, I think the because idea is they're that going you... back mm-hmm. to like pre snapping. What is it called? <laughs> That's not what it's called. <laughs> no, you're not. It's close. It, no, it's called the snapping. Oh, people okay. called it that. Okay, some people did. Okay, uh, to me, if you were bringing all of those people back, I don't feel like Tony Stark's child would exist in the same future present verse. Yeah. I think the way they justify it is by returning the stones, the original point of, okay, no, it does make sense. It does make sense. You're wrong. Okay, they pick them up. Okay. You're wrong. I got this. You ready? Yeah. You ready for me to explain this? Okay. So Hulk and the Ancient One Uh um, have this discussion about if you remove an affinity stone off this timeline, you create a new timeline. Yes. And Hulk is like, what if we return the timeline and- We bring it right back to the same- We basically retain- the timeline uh-huh. by undoing everything we did. So, sure, Nebula killed her evil self, right? Yes. But that happened after the stone was removed. So, okay. All that stuff was undone because they went back to the time where Nebula eventually got to a position where she was shooting herself uh-huh. and returned the stone. So, you can basically see. So, let's say Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh huh. You know how they knock out Peter Quill and they take the stone? Yes. They come back and just put the stone there as if nothing had ever happened. So then to me, how come Thanos doesn't have the stone for the snapping again? No, he does. So he, he does. The so st- the, the events of the snap happen. Uh-huh. So they're able to maintain the timeline and they're able to snap a second time, which returns everyone at the oh. end of the film. Okay, okay, so when they snap, okay, so yes, everyone's been gone for five years, but then because of the snap, they're just brought back. They're brought back five years later. Okay. So nothing was retconned, everything continues. Uh uh, That was my question. But you see Ant-Man with his daughter, still a teenager. Got it. Yeah. It's just, it's just it, half the population of the entire universe was removed out of the timeline for five years. And, and then they just put right back. Yeah. All right. That, so your gaping makes... plot hole ain't a plot hole. Oh, you can get back into your troll cave. All right. I'll just go back to being a fucking troll. No, no, no. Um, um, so uh, Iron Man and Captain America go on to this uh, uh, personal quest into mm-hmm. 1970s New Jersey, where yes. they know for a fact the Tesseract is. Right. And they have to get the, the PIM. PIM particles. PIM particles it's to a, get back. It's a one-way trip otherwise. Yes. Um. And both characters sort of see their foils or their their shadows. Characters that have been haunting them either for good or ni- neither positive or negatively. Just some characters that have been like in their mind okay. since the inception of the character. So for Captain America, it's Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter is the only love interest in any of these Marvel movies that was well-written and like well-acted. In a way that like fans really enjoyed. And the narrative of Captain America is he's a World War II hero, right? Okay, I did not know that. He self-sacrifices, lands a plane into uh, uh, the North Pole, and is frozen for 70 years. Wakes up in 2012 for the events of the Avengers. Okay. So basically, he is out of time for 70 years. Okay. And his love had grown up i do remember him saying like i met the love of my life or whatever however yeah. he described her and then i was frozen yeah what you just said and he does say that. the final line of that first captain america movie 
is so poignant because it's a callback to that film where before he crashes into this ice, he promises he'll come back and have a dance with her. Okay. And at the end of this movie, this one, this moment choked me the F up. I was bawling. When he sees her through the window? When he's dancing with her. Oh, when he's dancing with her at the end. Because this has been a 20 film plus arc of him not wanting to come back and dance with her. He promised he would dance with her. Right. And they dance. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And she knows he's a superhero and that he just... I don't know. I don't care. She just knows. She's just they're dancing. Okay. But that moment is foreshadowed in the 70s when he, they're tr- still trying to collect stones and pin particles uh-huh. and he sees her through the window. Okay. Yeah. At this point, when he sees her through the window, if she like looked up, would she be like, oh my God, Steve? Yeah. yeah. Or whatever his yeah. name is. For is, sure. Is his name Steve? His name is Steve. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Steve Rogers. Okay. Um, so that's thing. Captain America's sort of adventure. And then Iron Man sees his own father. On the on the verge of have becoming a father yes. to him. Yes. And uh, if you've you've watched Iron Man one and maybe Iron Man two, but a, a running theme is a fatherhood for Iron Man. He has significant daddy issues. It's oh, also and the then the his wedge parents that are killed. Yes, right. Okay. That's the wedge that grew that yes. threw Captain America and Iron Man apart. Right. So, uh, it was not he was never able to say farewell to his parents he never really had a re- great relationship with his parents specifically his dad okay and he was able to have this beautiful moment where they talked about fatherhood about life about mm-hmm. a lot of things okay and it was really beautiful yeah it was really it was really sweet did you care about anything that was going on in this sequence well so i knew it was his dad but i kept trying to figure out like why iron man was like looking like he was going to throw up the whole time. Because he loves his dad. Oh, I guess he was like choked up because he's like, my He loves his dad. Yeah. 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 There's that really funny moment where he hugs him and he's like, thank you for your... Everything. Yeah, yeah, Whatever he says. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I guess I I thought he was like too pukey. Iron Man? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What do you mean? Like he looks sick? Yeah. Like he was just like, he was was nervous. He was too nervous to me. Well, like it, I would have. How been, would you? How would you act if you saw your own father in his like mid thirties? I would try to play it a little more fucking chill. What if you're like? <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't. He had some chill, but he didn't have enough. Like I would have. You been, think he wasn't cool enough no, for his dad? I think because I think his dad should have been more suspicious from yeah. the get. Yeah. Like when he walks away, he's like, "That guy's familiar." And then his driver's like, "You meet a lot of people," uh, and he says it like that. He does not. Yeah. Um, also, a little fun Easter egg. Um, <clears throat> we discover the origin of Jarvis's name is inspired by his father's driver slash butler, I'm assuming. Jarvis? Jarvis was the AI, the voice inside the Iron Man suit, sort of... Uh, oh, I would not have... Running operations. He becomes a character known as the Vision, which is <laughs> a character I'll explain later when because... Does, when does he become the Vision? At what point? Is there, in Avengers in Age of Ultron. Okay, so like ages ago. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have that nice moment, and we're finally all reunited. Yes, we into have the all the present stones. timeline. But they got, we all, the got stones, all the pims, except the cups. wrong nebula came through. Oh, the false right. Nebula. She like put the little thing on yeah. her head, um, little disguise. So she disguised herself as the present day nebula and uh, sabotaged all of them. Um, so right after Iron Man built this gauntlet. 
and put the stones. They debated over which characters should do the snap to bring everyone back. Right. And um, Hulk is the one that ultimately he volunteers. takes up the yeah. mantle. He snaps. This is, this is when they body shame Thor. Yeah. Cheese whiz. Cheese whiz. <laughs> Fucking cheap, you guys. Yeah. Did not like it. Anyway. Hulk, I, I agree. Hulk is great. He's yeah. cool. Well, they also call the Thor. They uh, Iron Man calls Thor Lebowski at one point. I thought that was like really funny. Um, the dude. Guess what? You've never seen Lebowski? Nope. The, what? Uninformed. What? Yeah. You've never seen the big Lebowski? Have not. The dude abides? Nope. Okay. He he's. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not actually. It's okay. I don't care. You're not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You don't give a crap. No. Um, okay, so Hulk jams his hand. Okay, so wait. Let me and... check in with you. Oh. Where at the climax? We're about to break into Act Three, right? Yes. W- w- are you enjoying the film despite yeah. not knowing? I, I I feel like I I understand enough. I can understand enough to not feel totally lost. Um, I understand certain relationships better than others. Yes. Uh, I just know that. Obviously, they have the stones, and I know that Thanos is coming. So I feel like that's all you need to know at this point is that they think that they're fine, but actually they're... Okay, wait. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, go. So go, Hulk, go, yeah. Hulk is wearing the gauntlet. He snaps, and then like his arm catches on fire pretty much. Sure. Essentially, it melts. Mm-hmm. Um, he snaps his finger. Is that when everybody from 500 years... Not Five 500... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 500. Uh, is that when everyone... Yeah, everyone's resurrected, so but that, we don't know. Okay, because then... So so he does that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Thanos is like, fuck you. Yeah. And he shoots lasers. <laughs> yeah, he just basically gonna, demolishes. He, yeah. And the way that these beams of blasters hit, yeah. I was like, cool. Everyone's fucking dead. Because of, it literally explodes. It's a crater. Yeah. Nobody dies. Well, they're all wearing suits. Are they? Okay, Caroline, no, you're not going to be fun. <laughs> I just go. thought it was very convenient. It was convenient. But that none was, of them fucking died. I, I, think, I think. Or were like, okay, what's his name? Um, Which one? Thor? Rocket? No, Rock. N- Rhodes? Rhodes. Yeah. Rhodes like has like a fucked up bum leg for a second, but even yeah. still he's up fighting later. Well, he's in a suit. Well, then he's in a suit, so I bet yeah. he still has a bum fucking leg. Well, yeah. But he's not wearing a suit initially. None of them are. Yeah. Well, They're all just... Well, the thing is that... that... Like Hulk was wearing a track okay, suit, Okay, to right? be fair, let me, let me lay it down. Lay it on me. This is the Avengers headquarters. This is super defense... Number one, this and, is but we the most secure location. Demolished. Exactly. But with that said, these are superheroes on inside of a super defense building, but, defended building. But the defended building still crumbled like a fucking cookie. So all right, what do you want? You want all of them to die? The I movie want, ends right I there. I went there to maybe nobody had like a fucking bloody nose. It there was, was, no, there was a lot of bloody noses. Rocket is like. I thought Rocket was going to die. He Rocket's was like, I like, can't breathe. I right. can't breathe. Okay. Please help when me. When he said he Rose... couldn't breathe, yeah. I got a little choked up. Right? Because he's an animal. <laughs> if he was, a, if it was Hawkeye saying that, I'd be like, aw. Oh. Yeah. I got uh, choked up by that, too. Yeah. Just because. But Rose has to get out of his machine. Hulk is, like, on the verge of death, but yeah. he's holding up the building. He is. Yeah. Hawkeye is, like, bloody. Iron Man is unconscious. No, Captain America's unconscious. Iron Man right. wakes him up. 
it it takes a toll out of all these yes. people. Um, so that that explosion happens, and then Hawkeye grabs the gauntlet and has to. He starts playing flag football with the yeah, the and I'm kind of just like like he's grabbing it and he's running from these creatures who just appeared. Yeah, I don't know where they came. They're from. They're part of uh, Thanos's uh, invading force. But here's the thing. Thanos drops these missiles. Yeah. But then, like, all of a sudden, these characters are just here. Well, like, did they show? You don't know what else he dropped. Uh, They're like these big pillars of like things that unload soldiers. Like a funnel. Yeah. Of soldiers. Yeah. Okay. No joke. That's like how they delivered a ton of soldiers in the previous movie. Oh, see, I guess because I did not know that, I was like, "What are these like?" How did they get there? Yeah. Um, I mean, out of all the things they're going to call out, this movie gets into insane territory. This and moment, you saying like monsters showing no. up in the sewer this is crazy. Felt, it felt like all of a sudden the Duffer Brothers, like it felt like, the is it the Ross Brothers that wrote the this? Like, Duffer they, Brothers? They called the Duffer Brothers. That's the Stranger Things, Stranger Things. They? I think they were like, okay. No, we're talking about the Russo Brothers. Russo Brothers. The Russo Brothers. Brothers directed this movie. Right. The Russo Brothers. I know. So I feel like the okay. Russo Brothers, like we're like, okay, Hawkeye's going to run, but what's he running from? And then they call the Duffer Brothers. They're like, what it, what's he running from? And they then call the Duffer and then the Duffer brothers are like, make like a dog looking character, no, like a dog looking monster. We saw these monsters in the previous movie. They're part of Thanos' army. When did that movie come out? A year ago. So post Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, I guess so you're right. I'm saying. I guess you're right. Is that they called the Duffer brothers? Wow. They guest directed this, this sequence. This inflammatory. I'm just saying. You're being of, disrespectful. A lot of crossover. A lot of crossover with this moment. Felt oh, like I was God. watching Stranger Things. Well, David Harbour is in Stranger Things, who is also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Hellboy, apparently. Yeah. And then Hellboy just erupts from the ground with an iron fist. Uh, is this does... when the, the edible kicked in? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what movie are you watching? <laughs> I just wasn't watching at this point. No, I yeah. was. Um, so he's running with a gauntlet. Yeah. Weird dog creature thingies yeah. chasing him. Um, he gets away from them because, of course, he does. Yeah. Um, and then comes across Gamora and one Nebula. Yeah. But and I, then Nebula number two arrives and shoots her and saves Hawkeye. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, the movie's picking up pace uh, in a really exciting and stressful way. Uh, and I thought I was I was all in, especially with the time travel stuff. Uh I think these Marvel movies really soar when they uh, play into character dynamics and I guess the emotional cores of all these characters. Um, yeah, so by this point in the movie, the battle, uh, I feel like a lot of characters had uh, grown and developed and learned about themselves. Uh, as I've already mentioned, Captain America uh, sees Peggy and is like really uh, motivated. This is what he's fighting for. Who's Peggy? Peggy Carter, his the woman he loves and will dance with at the end of the movie. But wait, hold on, Peggy, is that Evangeline Lilly? No, wait, that's Ant Man's <laughs> so. Wait, I thought Ant Man. Wait, we t- just finished talking. Well, about I know, this. I'm getting confused. <laughs> I guess I was thinking about because okay, because this okay. Let me tell you why I'm confused. I mean, I know why you're the, the snap, We all know why The you're snap confused. of the finger brings everybody back. And, okay, so I never saw Black Panther. You haven't seen any of these movies. Just fun fact, never saw it. Oh, my um, god! There's, like, a woman on a Pegasus horse. Don't know who she is. Evangeline Valkyrie. Lily is here. I don't mm-hmm. know who that is. Hawkeye is with a woman. Is that his wife? 
No. Who's, Hawkeye's not with a woman. Who's Okay, there's someone else that's there with a woman, and I don't know who it is. <laughs> oh, God. Who's Evangeline Lilly? She's the wasp. Oh, really? And then who's the character that has the antenna out of her forehead? That's she... Mantis. If you watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, she is a character that joins the Guardians. Okay, I feel movie. like she's present at the very end of that film because she looked a little familiar. Yes. Okay. Wait, of Guardians of the Galaxy 1? The first. No, she's not in that movie Just at all. kidding. Maybe I saw the trailer for the second <laughs> one. I literally at. don't care. Um, there, okay. Oh, I wrote, why is Elizabeth Olsen here? She says to Thanos, you hurt me. And then he says, I DK who you are. And I'm like, same Thanos. Yeah, Thanos is speaking to you directly at this point. I have never connected with a character in this franchise more. Except for Thanos. Just Thanos in this Thanos moment. Thanos literally saying, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Who and, is she? And I look to you and I'm like, yep, that's Caroline in a nutshell. There there I am. I yeah. am Thanos. Thanos is me. Okay, so uh, she's the Scarlet Witch. She is a uh, an enhanced uh, human who was experimented on by Hydra. The Melisandre of the Avengers. <laughs> sure. Theater. Okay. Um, and, and, and she gets, she's a villain at first and she gets rescued. Then she falls in love with the Vision, which is a superhero who has who who's uh, is a robot who is powered by a, uh, an infinity stone who was brutally killed by thanos in the previous film to get the stone this is a lot and so scarlet witch is mourning the loss of her love it's like you took everything from me and he's like i don't know who you are okay but so so she's saying that so was was her love killed with the snap or pre-snap? Pre-snap. Because so, he couldn't do the snap without the stones. And oh, one of the stones was on his forehead. So even, even when they re-snap, the yeah. re-snapping didn't bring him back because Correct. it was pre-snap. Snapping only returns characters that were lost with to dust. With the snap. Yeah. Characters who got killed in normal circumstances pre-snap. were done. Are got done it. done. Got it. Got yeah. it. What if... Philosophical question. Not <laughs> philosophical. What if someone was like kind of slowly dying as the snapping occurred oh philosophy 101 yeah caroline hmm okay so you're like let's say someone is uh having a heart attack as they're getting dusted yeah right did, um, did it come have they been having a I heart think, attack I for th- five years i think they were no i think they're in a stasis like they just wake up and no time has gone by but literally five years have still gone. having a so heart when attack. they i think they come back and they just attack. have a heart attack and die <laughs> Like Sorry, exactly dude. All right. Yeah. It sucks if you're with someone because then you lo- like imagine you're there. They turn to dust. They come back. Five and then years they come later. back and then they immediately die <laughs> of quote unquote natural causes. You're like, I have to lose you twice. That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could happen. Um. So yeah. So Thanos spoke to you. Thanos spoke to you directly. Yeah. Um. But before we get into the nitty gritty of that epic, intense battle. Basically featuring every single character Literally? we've ever seen. Oh my god! Um, so but many. we we have this really nice intimate fight between Iron Man, uh, Thor, Captain America versus Thanos. Okay, question. Yeah, got some uh, fandom question. Fandom. Um, in Thor, mm-hmm. Thor is the only one that can pick up his hammer. Yeah, and now Captain oh. America can wield the hammer and i was like i sat there and i was like what the fuck is this guy doing yeah. holding the hammer so he the, is not worthy i think the mythos behind the hammer is that you must be uh deemed worthy by whoever magic whatever magic mike 
Um, there was a scene in Age of... <laughs> Come on, laugh at that. I'm not going to love it. Give it Channing Tatum. <laughs> I really want Channing Tatum to come in and just bounce up on them, you know? Okay, sorry. That would... Plot twist. I like how you stop me to make me laugh. Stop. Laugh. Please laugh. Laugh at this joke. Okay, so Magic Mike does Magic Mike makes the the Mjolnir, the hammer. It's an incredible moment because it's been... Uh, teased in previous films that Captain America might be worthy. Oh, he's gotten close to picking up the hammer. Did people shout during this movie because this was the first time? Yes, ah. it was incredible. Like Thor's about to die. He's got an axe getting oh, impaled through his chest, in which his is cleave. an yeah. echo of how uh, Thanos was, uh, uh, in effect, mortally wounded by Thor in the previous film, but not because he survived, but. Basically, Thor threw his axe at the chest of Thanos. Got it. And he's like, you should have aimed for the head and then snapped. And Thor was like, oh, man, I messed up. Fuck. But now the inverse is happening. Thor is getting impaled by this axe. Mm-hmm. Then this the hammer out of nowhere hits Thor, uh, Thanos. And Captain America has it. It's like and then chills. Chills. I had none. Chills. I, I If I had chills, it's because I'm like, why is this motherfucker touching this it was, hammer? It was like, it's like that same moment where like in Star Wars. Have you watched those movies? Absolutely not. Uninformed. <laughs> I, just, I just barfed. <laughs> just, oh, God. I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars, singular. Is it? Yeah. Star Wars. Blake Skywalker. No, I'm right. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. With Blake Skywalker. Oh, God. Well, being, this being is... a this is, emo boy. Just know that you were in the audience uh, watching something that will probably be referenced and remembered as one of the most, like, iconic movie moments. The like, Hammer. This is, the Hammer is... Will go down in, in the history books. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like one of those like <laughs> iconic. It's like iconic. It's iconic. We've never seen it. Maybe like I just need to watch it again, and I'll maybe I'll <laughs> feel it then. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, but the, the movie okay. sort of lost me when okay. we got into this big battle. I, I mean, it was cool, but I just don't really dig big battles. Right. I think <clears throat> they did well in terms of I could kind of follow the action pretty yeah. well sometimes in action movies like they're all like an explosion and then dirt and there's another one and then there, it's like just not cut very well yeah. where it's just like a lot of oh no I've, it's a hundred percent so well done but, but this you is just like, lose a lot of the character moments that i'm such a fan of like see, i love small interactions as someone that does not care it was great great yeah um upon watching it the second time though i i did uh, tear up <clears throat> when um, the portals start to open, like that slow buildup oh. was magical. See, chills, chills, I, I, chills times two, baby. So, trying to figure out how, maybe it was explained in the movie for the people that are informed, or maybe even I would get it if I watched it again. How did they open those portals? Yeah, were they called? Were they summoned? I know no. there was a snapping too. So, uh, the, Doctor Strange is a magician, and there's a whole... You remember that lady on the roof that Hulk was talking to? Put, yeah. her, put him in the astral field? Yeah. There's a whole uh, collective of magicians who are... I think that's what they're called. They're magicians. But they're protectors of the realm. Is Magic oh. Mike a magician? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, 
Oh, no. Have you seen Magic Mike? No. Can we watch the second I w- one? I've been meaning be to watch it. And you be uninformed and watch the second one? I mean, I feel like I know what happens. I mean, they're not really connected. There's a cowboy hat in one of them. And probably both of them, honestly. I, I would love to watch Magic Mike. Okay, cool. Anyway... Uh, the magician. So these, these magicians open these portals and basically return all the f- characters that we as audience members have seen perish to dust in the previous films. Yes. Beautiful moment. Beautiful. Cheer- chills. And I, I think you remember this, but I, I clap. I was one of those nerds that clap when Peter Parker, when Spider-Man came on screen. He's there my favorite he superhero. Everybody loves him. Favorite. Yeah. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Yeah. Um, And then... This intense battle goes on, and I couldn't help but think what was going on in your mind. Wait, but how were they summoned? Did we finish that? Yeah, the magicians were open portals. Oh, that's just it? They just... But but how were the, how was the magician summoned? How were they summoned? I don't... How did they get there? They portaled. But, like, how did they know? Doctor Strange. But how was he there? He was... He... he, he okay, so in the previous movie, he saw everything. He saw, um, like, 14 million different outcomes, because he used the time stone... Okay. And basically was like looking at all these alternative paths, all these alternative timelines. Okay. And only out of like 15 million, only one was winning. That's why Iron Man. Right. He's like, don't tell me. Yeah. He's like, is this the one? Okay. But I'm trying to remember how Doctor Strange appeared. He appeared through one of the portals. Okay. So So I think think this all happens off screen, but I think the premises, the snap happens like 10 minutes prior, people are starting to get resurrected. However, Dr. Strange knows exactly what to do, assembles his magician uh, army, they head and starts over. portaling every single soldier they can. Yeah. So that makes sense. But I couldn't help but like think of what your head was going through, because suddenly portals are opening up. You see literally a woman in armor riding a flying horse. Yeah. You see Ant-Man become giant man. Yeah, didn't... You Is that, see... Was that him? Okay. Yeah, giant... <laughs> He can go big as well. Because I got confused. I was like, who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. And then you see Pepper Potts in an iron suit, which is something we haven't seen before. Right, did not recognize you see her immediately. Ev- Evangeline Lily. Yeah. She has her own little wasp suit. It's like an Ant-Man suit, but with wings. Yep. Um, I thought she was a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You, you, you see uh, all the Guardians of the Galaxy return. Um. I just, I can't imagine what was going on in your mind when all this, like, crazy stuff. Yeah, I was literally like, know you, I know you, who are you, who's that, what, I don't know what's going on. Were you enjoying this whole thing? Not as much as everyone else, that's for (laughs) fucking sure. People were hyped. People People were screaming. It was cool. They were like, oh my god, it's this person, oh my god, it's that person. And I was like, I like that suit. Um... So this battle culminates into the central character, the one who started it all, sacrificing himself to save the entire universe. Yes. Um, did you have any sort of emotional... I mean, he echoed his iconic line from the first Iron Man. He raises his hand mm-hmm. with all the stones mm-hmm. and says, I am Iron Man. I... Okay. So... He is fighting Thanos, right? And then Thanos keeps trying to snap, but he keeps being a dick about it and being like, I'm going to snap my fingers. And I'm like, dude, just fucking snap. Because if you just do it instead of being a dick about it. He was trying to. 
But he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was. he was making a show of it. No, he wasn't. Super unnecessary. He was to. He, no, he was like, okay, and now I'm raising my hand. And he would like flaunt well, his hand up. I think he, this... he rotated his hand on his wrist. Yes. Three fucking times. Okay. Did not need to. Okay. If you get interrupted the first time, I would just go and snap the okay. second time. It would not need to happen a third time. I would just fucking do it. Got it. I would just do it. He so you're it. upset about Thanos being dumb. Right. See, I talk about things like, I'm like, that happened too easily. Like, he took way too fucking long. I can't believe you like this movie. It sounds like you don't like this movie. I just like being an inflammatory But you like commentary. the movie. Sure. <laughs> I guess. What did you think of Iron Man's Okay. I ultimate? guess I was confused because uh, how did he get all, like, did he touched, he touched he must have the gauntlet. Snuck him off. And then he somehow, I'm imagining, like, do you remember the animated, um, where is this Robin guy? Hood movie uh, where he is kissing the rings? I've, and never, then, I've never watched. Okay. Pretty much uh, a thief is kissing the king's rings. And he like sucks them off? He sucks the stones out. Yeah. It it seemed like maybe he was Iron Man was gonna smile and he was gonna have a fucking soul stone right right between his fucking teeth. Well, I'm glad that didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. Okay, so I guess I uh, when he like finally does it, I felt nothing. Yeah. Why would I? I mean, I feel anything. <laughs> I, you know, the thing is, and, and uh, the immediate impact of it doesn't hit you until you see characters that you do like react to him. So you see mm-hmm. Rhodes crying. See. Then what wrecked me was Peter Parker because um, Peter Parker has been dancing around the fact that Iron Man is Tony Stark is a father figure for him. You saw that in the one movie you watched of his homecoming. Yeah. And to see his idol, his paternal figure. Yes. Perish. Yeah. uh, Was really heartbreaking. And also uh, as a fan of the Spider-Man stuff, uh, he finally had his... um, you know, the story of Spider-Man, the way he becomes Spider-Man is his uncle gets killed. Right. And uncle ben. We, we haven't seen that happen to Peter Parker. Uh-huh. Instead, we see the closest thing he has to a father, Tony Stark, die. And he's like, don't go. Please don't go. And he, that wrecked me. So you haven't been keeping track of how many times I've cried. No. Well, it's only two. Okay. When everyone was coming back, specifically Peter Parker, and Uh then again when Peter Parker mourns the loss of Iron Man. Oh, speaking of which. Yeah. That motherfucker. Which one? Tony Stark? Yeah. Iron Man? Sure. Dead. I know. Did you already say that? (laughs) That's what we're talking about. Oh. Well, he sacrifices himself. Oh, I thought you were talking about... No, but it's legit. Yeah. I just... It sounds like you just want to hurt people. (laughs) Me? Yeah. yeah. You said that with such a like yeah. Like you're like yeah. you're like twisting that the knife. Motherfucker died and oh. I don't care. No. I mean I get You do care. I it was get, emotional. He I left get his kid. Why it, it's hard. Like people went on this huge journey with him. Now he's a dad. Yeah. And he's married and he has people that he cares he about. He made the ultimate sacrifice. Right. And he was kind of like especially in the first film, like he's kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Super dickhead. And now he's like, I'm a changed man. Yeah. I mean, one of you the know? things that his father says to him in New Jersey is like, I, w- I wish it was a, a, I had a girl because I, I don't want him to just turn out to be me. And right. Iron Man's like, what, why, why would that be so bad? Yeah. He's like, he's just gonna, he's just gonna do what I did, which is put be, my self interest. Yeah. Put my self interest over the greater good. Mm-hmm. And what does Iron Man do? He puts the greater good over his self interest. Whoa. 
beautiful beautiful like these like the thing is i I get the whole issues with the time travel i get all the shortcuts done like all the stupid comic book stuff but ultimately we're what really makes people keep coming back to these are the these characters grow and change throughout the movies and it's beautiful where tony stark's funeral Mm-hmm. You see every single character he's affected. Literally, the f- the Godfather of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, dead, and you have that callback to that first movie when they th- uh, there's like a bouquet of flowers and his original arc reactor that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. I did not know that that was what that oh was. Oh my god, <laughs> it broke my heart. Hashtag fake fan. It's so it's so it's such a lovely callback to that first movie. It's uh-huh. also such a powerful message that. Yeah, Tony Stark, arrogant, self, uh, self-loathing, narcissistic, yeah. super genius. See, I like actually let out a little chuckle when I read that proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Like I was like, huh! and I was the only one, and I was like, wait, is that not funny? Like Everyone I literally, is I literally looked point. around because I was like, that's funny, and literally, I. Yeah, I actually laughed, and then I was very self-conscious about my laugh. You should be. Everyone's crying. <laughs> like literally, you hear in surround sound. Uh-huh. You're like, you're wiping and sniffles, and you're just like... Yeah, and I'm like... He has never a heart. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But we see all these characters return, and I thought that was a really powerful movement. Um, And then to close out the film, Captain America has to time travel back in time to return the stones to the rightful place. And he should be gone for five seconds, and he doesn't reappear, but he does, just off in the distance, as an old man. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they did it. I love this. This is brilliant. This mm-hmm. is brilliant. The, the thing is, uh, like Iron Man, uh, Captain America has a tremendous arc where he was always about uh, duty, being a soldier, never having time for family, basically being trapped in ice for 70 years. Yeah. Returning to a new world. And he's just like, I have nothing to live for. I have no purpose. And... It's come full circle that he was able to reclaim his life, go back in time, yeah, and marry the woman he loves, and ultimately dance with her. One final time, which, or the first of many times. Beautiful, yes, it's beautiful. I cr- yes. this is the part that broke me because I'm like, ah, beautiful, beautiful, perfect art. Just mm-hmm. like when characters grow, change, beautiful. Mm-hmm. You felt nothing. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. There's nothing, nothing there for me. I was like, oh, like I knew, I knew that I should be feeling more, but I was like, yeah, well, he finally gets to be with a girl like that he likes, I guess. It was the most brilliant way to end that film was him dancing with her. Yeah. Okay. So overall thoughts, what do you think of Avengers Endgame, considering that you've only watched four to five of the 22 films leading up to this? Yeah, um, I have to say they, I asked a couple people, like I told them, I'm seeing this without knowing pretty much anything. And they're like, well, they're actually pretty good at explaining things as they go through the film. And I think that that's pretty true. Like any, everything is kind of lined up. They have the Infinity Stones. Like I was able to pick up pretty quickly what those were and what they represented um in terms of characters relationships there were a couple things that were confusing but i figured they were all like just very very close companions um 
what the exact details were. Couldn't always figure out. Sure. Thought a lot of them maybe had made out previously. I <laughs> made don't, out? I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually think so. Um, now, now that you're explaining everything mm-hmm. to me. Also, apparently Renee Russo's in it. And I'm like, who the fuck she is she? was Thor's mom. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Her name came up in the credits and I was like, I don't remember seeing her. <laughs> She's the mom. Right. I guess I was so distracted by her fat shaming her son that I was yeah. like, who... Who are you? Oh, but she it? has one of the greatest lines in the movie. I don't know it, it, verbatim, but she basically speaks out the theme of the movie is that it's not about winning or losing or like it's not like you you can fail as much as you want, Thor. The future has been hard on you. But what heroes are, are character. If you're true to yourself, then you're a hero. Something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And basically that's what every central Avengers character does. They are true themselves. Yes. And develop things that have been in the making for over 22 films i don't know uh, okay so it, it seemed like the movie worked for you despite not knowing much for yeah. me this was a a triumphant a a send-off of all the movies that have come prior um i i've seen all these characters that i really hold dear partially because i would have been watching these movies for so long started mm-hmm. off as just you know you know i can track certain life events through Marvel movies over the past decade. Whoa. And so I know where I was or what was going on in my life around when these movies came out. Okay. Which I can stem from high school. And now I'm in my mid-20s. I'm an adult. And finally, this this experiment has paid off in ways that I've really enjoyed. And I will admit, a lot of the movies are formulaic. And I think I will... What, I think I'm already tired of Marvel movies. I was already feeling tired before yeah. these last two really tentpole Avengers films. Uh-huh. So I think I might be done. But with that said, I'm excited to see where things go. Right, because there's, like, Tony Stark is, like, the only one that died. Well, they right. all, like, the main, the only, so out of the core Avengers, yeah. we're looking at the Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Captain America's done. He's retired. He's oh, an right. old man. He's an old ass man. Iron Man, deceased, mm-hmm. self-sacrificed to save the Black universe. Black Widow's dead. Black Widow, self-sacrificed to save the universe. Hawkeye, retired, retired. with his family. So and we have Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. And Thor. And Thor. Who's an Asgardian of the galaxy. Right. Oh, right. Because then the film, is. does it come to a close on that ship? No, it comes to a close with Captain America. Okay, that dancing. was what I thought. But okay, it right, is planning right. the seeds for future films. Right, because there's still like... The Falcon inherits Captain and- America's shield. Thor joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. And they're searching for uh, Gamora. Because you see on the computer screen, it's, you, you and, see Gamora's face. And it's yes. in the text Right, searching. that was my question. Because so that's Thanos what the next movie's turned be. to dust. So mm-hmm. I'm like, is Gamora dust now No, she's too? there. She, she's there. How? Why didn't um, she turn to dust? She never went back to her former timeline how uh because she didn't she just ran off okay. we don't see it. but but, but thanos, why did she turn to dust yeah, because thanos turned to dust so because iron man only dusted the people that were enemies gamora's not he an can enemy. decide i think so i mean the rules of this aren't clearly dictated but yeah you only see the enemies perish okay right which was why i was kind of like she is technically kind of an enemy no. Kind of. Well, I mean, she defected. She she helped right. Avengers. I mean, you see her in the... Pr- I mean, 
Leading up to the events of Avengers Infinity War, which is the movie prior to this, Gamora was a, a guardian of the galaxy. She was a hero, and she helped the Avengers. She was a member of the Avengers for a moment, and then okay. she was she got killed. But now, this new Gamora, who doesn't have any of the baggage of the history, I think that's what the next Guardians film is going to be. Okay. Them searching for this Gamora, and Peter having to win her heart over again. Okay. Where, um, where was Wonder Woman? <laughs> Because she was not there. Why do we? Why do I? Why do I do this with you? Why? Why do we? Because. But dead ass serious. Dead ass serious. Wonder Woman is not in this movie. Magic Mike is not in this movie. I'm, David Harbour is not in this movie. movie the Duffer Brothers are not in this movie. God damn it. Stranger Things is not in this movie. I, the movie would be so much better with all of these components just sprinkled in. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Okay. Well, that concludes our uh, review recap of Avengers Endgame. Yes. We hope you enjoyed uh, me and Caroline talking about this movie, despite her only watching a handful of movies and me watching all of them. Yes. Um, I think, hopefully, just uh, that maybe Tony Stark uh, appears in Game of Thrones. He is a Stark. Oh. Maybe he will suddenly be... He'll have a cameo. That's so true. As a dead... Uh, as a debt, he is a Stark. Yeah, he's what if Stark. he is the true king of the North? Yeah, he's the king of the North. He's the, the Iron Throne, the Iron Man, the Night King, the Iron Knight King. Okay, now that doesn't make sense. The Iron Dead King, <laughs> Iron Stark Dead King. Yeah, Antonio Stark. Antonio of the North. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, we do Game of Thrones re- recaps, so check those out on Mondays, the day after the show. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Caroline Danger. I'm on Twitter at Caroline is Rad. Where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Flipping Mex. Uh, I'll be posting some photos of us podcasting and stuff. And yeah, check those out. And what's next? The Battle of Winterfell. Yes, I guess. I don't know. I think they're going to just go hang out with Cersei for <laughs> Cersei Park for a whole, whole episode because they already made us wait. Yeah. Well, so, if you want more Game of Thrones, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. And thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.